Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today. As we get into the Word of God, talk about it, and I think you'll find today's message particularly inspiring. Because we've been looking at the attributes of God, and we're talking about wanting to delight in God. God wants you to delight in Him. He made us as more than just logical creatures. He made us as people with emotion. And we should delight, we should enjoy life, and we should find in God our delight. Yesterday we saw, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. We saw earlier this week or a couple weeks ago how blessed we are if we delight in the Lord. And if we do, he would give us the desires of our hearts. Psalm 37, verse 4. What a great God we serve. He's not a stingy God. He's a generous God. He's not a God who wants to withhold good from you. He wants you to understand what's truly good. Dare I say, he doesn't want us growing up only on eating a bunch of sugar that's going to rot away our life in the long run. Might taste good in the short run, but it isn't the long run. But rather, he wants us to be strong, healthy, productive, blessed people, both now and forever. And this is what we want to talk about today as we look at this attribute of God, that God is eternal. Let's look at a verse here that just reminds us of this, or just tells us. Before the mountains were born, the psalmist writes in poetic language, or you gave birth to the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. God was God at the beginning. Genesis 1 verse 1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He was already there when it all started. And he was there long before it started. He was there before there was time. He was there before there was a universe. He was there before there was anything. From everlasting, God is there. Go back as far as you can think and then go back a minute earlier, and he was there. Go back at that time, go back a year earlier, he was there. Now, I know philosophically there was no time then, but the point is from everlasting and to everlasting, God will still be God. This is a key point to realize. He didn't lose his throne at part part way between everlasting past and everlasting future. He has always been God. He's always been sovereign. He's always been on his throne. He's always worked all things after the counsel of his will. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we love. We can be confident that he's like a rock that will stand and will be firm forever. What God says is established. It does not change. It is established, and it's established forever. We can have confidence in that. In Revelation, at the end of the Bible, it says this. God says, Jesus is actually speaking. He says, I am the Alpha and the Omega. This is from the Greek alphabet. It's like I'm the A and the Z, the begin, the first letter and the last letter of the alphabet. I'm the Alpha and the Omega the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Everything that happens, happens in between the beginning and the end. And he was there at the beginning, he'll be there at the end. He's the bookends of history, shall we say. He is the A and the Z, the Alpha and Omega. Everything, he he has been God during all this time. And And as I said, he works all things after the counsel of his will. How exciting is that? My goodness, this puts a whole new perspective on so many things. I've lived long enough to see stars come and go. 
I've lived long enough to see, you know, I, I've always loved basketball. Boy, the names that were big names in my, when I was a young boy, Walt Frazier, Pete Maravich, Bill Russell, they're all gone. They're all gone. And there's new stars now. And I got to tell you something, 30, 40, 50 years from now, they'll all be gone too. The politicians that we thought were going to save the world or make such a difference, they're gone. They've passed away. They left a mark. They did something in this world. But now the stage is, there's new people on the stage. The ball's been, the baton has been passed on to new ones. Indeed, even the, the business leaders, our family, mom and dad, grandparents, they're gone now. They've moved on. Life continues. The Christian leaders, Billy Graham, Bill Bright, they're gone. They've passed on. They've gone on to their reward. God remains. God remains. I Sometimes I go back to my high school. You know, 50 years ago, I was kind of like, this was my place. I knew my way around. Uh, you know, people knew me. They'd pass me in the hall. They'd say hi to me. Now I go in there, nobody knows me, and I feel out of place. Why? Everything's changing. But there's one thing that remains the same, and that's God. He does not change. He is eternal, and he's unchanging. God has been God. Politicians come and go. Kingdoms rise and fall. Superpowers rise, and superpowers are gone. We used to have empires that are now gone. They're rubbles. They're, they're, they're ruins. When we go to uh, Israel, we will see places of Herod the Great, once this great ruler. Now it's just a bunch of uh, archaeological dig ruins. Kingdoms come and go. Celebrities come and go. People come and go. Everything comes and goes. Buildings come and go. Businesses come and go. But God is eternal. And through all this time, he is God. Well, there's something else that we should remember here, because as we look at each of these attributes of God, we want to think of how they relate to us. How, how does it impact our life that God is eternal? Well, one thing is this, God has designed you and I to live forever. Now, we live here on earth now. And we do have to live on earth now, and we, and we need to figure out how to navigate this life now. But we've got to remember that the finish line of life is not when we die. And it doesn't all end at the casket or the grave. Rather, we will live forever. Brother and sister, friend here, you are made by God to live forever. He's put eternity in the hearts of all people. There's something in us that, that wants to live forever. Even people who are hopeless or even suicidal, there's, it, it's, it's like still within them this desire. There's something on the other side maybe that could be better. My friend, I want to tell you, you were designed to live forever. And that's part of who you are. And so we've got to understand that. Now, if we want to do that, let's look at some things that do last forever. One is the Word of God. Isaiah 40, verse 8, the grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of the Lord stands forever. Jesus said basically the same thing in Matthew 24, verse 35, where he said this, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. The words of God are eternal. The words of this book are eternal. They're lasting. 
They will be forever and ever and ever. They're settled in heaven. The, the, the bestseller books, this is another thing that comes and goes, isn't it? The bestsellers of 20, 30 years ago, the books everybody had to read, the Christian books that like were taking the Christian world by storm, so many of them come and go. But the Word of God stands forever. It's been around for thousands of years, and it's still the all-time bestseller. It stands forever. That's why we want to learn the Word of God. We want to let it guide our life. We want to let it get deep within our soul. You were designed for eternity, and the Word of God is food for the eternal soul. We feed ourselves so often on temporary things. The news is temporary. We live in a time today where the news cycle, the big news of today will be forgotten by tomorrow. And that happens so often, the things that are so essential to know today and what's coming out and what's the latest. Three days from now, everybody's forgotten all about it. This, what they call the news cycle. The, the, these things feed the temporary soul. The Word of God feeds our eternal soul. And so feed on the Word of God. This is why we get in the Word of God every day. And I'm, I applaud those who come here and get in the Word every day, but I hope you're meditating on it throughout the day and not just, not just getting 15 minutes here a day, which is good, but I hope you're also meditating and thinking and reading on your own and filling your soul, feeding your soul with the eternal Word of God because that's what will feed your soul, that which is eternal. And then we think of 1 John chapter 2, verse 5, verse 15 through 17, and it tells us you and I are eternal. Look at what it says here. Do not love the world, nor the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the boastful pride of life, is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away and also its lusts. But the one who does the will of God lives forever. Brothers and sisters, that's you and me. That's you and me. We live in a world that's passing away. If you can see it, it's temporary. We live in a world of things that are going to be burned up. Now, that doesn't mean you just reject them and burn them up now, but you live in awareness that of what is temporary and what is eternal. In my email last night, I used the phrase, diamonds are forever. Well, they really aren't. The only thing that's forever is God, the Word of God, and the souls of people. But things that last a long, 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 long time have greater value. If you're going to go buy a car and the, and the car dealer told you this car will last you for six months and then it'll be over, you wouldn't pay as much as if he told you, you know, this car, you're going to get 200,000 miles and good 15 years out of it. What will last has value. God lasts. He's eternal. The Word of God lasts. It's eternal. And you last. You're eternal. But what you give your life to may not be eternal. You could give your life to things that are temporary. You could give your life to things that mean nothing next week, next month, next year. That certainly would mean nothing five minutes after you're dead, or a hundred years from tonight, when you're in eternity. The one who does the will of God abides forever. And so this is what we want to commit ourselves to, being people who discover and do the will of God, which we find in the Word of God. That's why, again, the Bible is so important. But be careful that you don't give yourself to that which is not lasting. The lust of the world, the flesh, and the eyes, it's not going to last. It's a bad investment. It's like pouring your money into something that looks good but goes bankrupt 
three weeks from now, and it's all gone. Don't do that with your life. And then finally, Paul tells us this. We look not to the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. We look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary or temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Brothers and sisters, if you can see it, it's going to be passed away someday. If you can't see it, it may be eternal. God, his word, his truth, and our souls will last forever. You have an eternal future with God. You're going to be alive a thousand years from tonight, a million years from tonight. Everybody alive on earth today, 100,000 years from now, will have spent 999,000, about 950 years in either heaven or hell. Make sure you're going to heaven. Make sure you have rewards in heaven. Make sure you're doing the will of God and, will, and your rewards will abide forever. Amen? Father in heaven, we bless you today with all of our heart. We thank you that you are the eternal God and you have called us to live for eternity. You've put eternity in our hearts and we confess, Lord, that it is the things that we know will last after our death, the things that will last after into eternity. These are the things that truly satisfy. And so I pray, Father, help us navigate this life. We have needs and responsibilities that are temporary. We, need, we have things, Lord, we've got to do to, to meet our, our food and shelter needs, and you're, you're involved in that. But remind us, Lord, that in the long run, what really will count is what will last for eternity. Help us to be responsible today and to live this day in light of that day, to live time in light of eternity, to remember that this day can count forever and ever. We bless you and love you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, thanks for being with me. I love the Word of God. I hope you do too. Boy, it's food for the soul. And so I hope you get come with us every day and join with us every day as we get into the Word of God, talk about it, pray over it, allow it to get into our life. God wants His truth deep in our innermost being. That's where we want it to be too. So if you're new, welcome, and I hope you'll join us every day. Subscribe to the channel. Tell your friends about it. Like the video. Leave a comment below. And if you're here regularly, you know I love you as well. I'm so glad to have the privilege of, of sowing God's Word onto the good soil of your life. So until we meet tomorrow, my God bless you, strengthen you, remind you, you were created to live forever and help you do the things that will make a difference now and in eternity. I love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.